When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Estás en Toronto Fantasy. Live from the FantasyFootballShow.com studios. It's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. Welcome to the show, everybody. Appreciate you being here. I'm your boy, Smitty. You're watching the Fantasy Football Show, your one-stop shop for news, fantasy football content, advice, you name it. Your boy, Smitty's playing the flu game here. Your boy, Smitty's got the flu ravaging Casa de Smitty, but it's not slowing me down. I feel like crap, but we're, we're hopefully not going to get worse. We'll see. Uh, we've got another... We've got another piece of Javante Williams news. I released a video literally minutes before more additional news broke on Javante Williams. And I, I have to say here, there are there are a lot of people jumping to conclusions with a single report where somebody cited a comment from the offensive coordinator of the Denver Broncos suggesting there would be a pitch count between uh, Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams. Every running back has a pitch count. There's uh, there's pitch counts often given to, to running backs. Now, what people did from this... Rep- Let's go to the news desk first. Let's hit the news desk. From the fantasyfootballshow.com news desk, here is your breaking news. So this report broke as soon as my, my premiere hit, where offensive coordinator of the Denver Broncos is suggesting by this report, we're not even hearing him speak about it, that Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams will both be on a a pitch count throughout the season. Now, first things first, this would assume that Melvin Gordon's staying healthy. This would assume that Melvin Gordon's going to play just as well as Javante Williams. There are so many assumptions being made right here. It's laughable to me that people are actually freaking out based on an offensive coordinator suggesting that running backs will be on pitch counts. That doesn't talk about the percentage divide. That doesn't suggest anything other than they want to keep these running backs healthy. And if you're an offensive coordinator or a head coach, of course you want to keep your starting running backs healthy. And no one's delusional to think we're walking into a week one where Javante's getting 100% of the work. You don't want Javante getting 100% of the work. And I've said a hundred times over, I wouldn't mind at all if Javante Williams was getting 65% of the work in week one. I wouldn't mind it at all. I wouldn't mind if they eased Javante into an 80% workload share. I don't want him having 100%. I'd be fine with 75% because they're going to run the ball a ton. They're going to utilize these running backs. Javante Williams at 75% of the timeshare will be plenty. And, and we don't want him getting run into the ground and having a short career either. This whole snap count thing is crazy to me. The, the way people take it and start filling in the blanks. Smitty, did you hear it's a 50-50 divide? Where does it say 50-50 divide? The last report coming out of camp from my boy Cecil, which a lot of people say was a bad report, 
he said 80-20, 70-30. Now the OC reportedly said snap count, and people take that and run with it and start filling in holes and start trying to make things out of nothing. Here's the report from a guy named Zach Stevens, a beat reporter for the Broncos. This is where it reportedly originated. This is what the Roto World NBC Sports article uh, links to. So this is what caused them to write their report. So th- this this individual, this beat writer, says that uh, offensive coordinator very excited for the running back room, said the running backs will be on pitch counts throughout the season. That's it. That's all he reported. That's what he reported. Very excited about the running back room will be on pitch counts. Everybody then dissecting it and saying pitch count means 50-50 or it's it's X number of carries for... It's ridiculous what people are doing, the, the conclusions people are drawing. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I, I'm, I'm actually to the moon. I'm to the moon. Send me to the moon today. To the moon. Because now I get to draft Javante even a little bit cheaper and I'm telling you right now, I can already... I haven't even glanced at the chat yet. I haven't glanced at the chat yet. I'm sorry if somebody super chatted. I'll get to it in a second. I haven't even glanced at the chat yet because so, there's going to be a handful of people. I know it. That are going to already have turned. They're going to take this information from a beat writer that spoke to the offensive coordinator that said that there's... Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's going to be a pitch count on the running backs in order to keep them healthy. And someone's going to have drawn a conclusion from that in the chat. I know it. I don't want to see who it is. I don't want to send people on laps right now, but I might just have to. I'm going to look at the chat in a minute. Right now, we're ranting and raving on pitch count and what that means. How we're dissecting pitch count. My video that is up right now that says JT equals Javante Williams. Javante Williams equals JT. Doesn't change. This information, I have so many people DMing me right now. People that are on the Javante Williams train or were on the Javante Williams train that are DMing me the same way they DM me and commented and freaked out like worried William in the chat when Melvin Gordon resigned. We had a thousand worried Williams in here, and now everybody's reverting back to worried William. I don't even want to know which one of you have reverted back to worried William over a snap count comment, not a it's a 50-50 divide. And even if it was a 50-50 divide, let me tell, let me be very clear to everybody in here and everybody in the back. Even if they start out 50-50, even if the offensive coordinator, the head coach, the owner, the ball boy, the, the, the peanuts and cracker jack salesman that walks up and down the aisles during games, even if the, the head cheerleader, even if the, the water boy said, Smitty, it's 50-50 in 2022. I don't care. I trust my eyes and I know that Javante will separate himself from Melvin Gordon. And, it, 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 and if if he does and Hackett doesn't respond, then you know, yeah, then I'll be wrong. Then I'll be wrong and I'll be calling for Hackett's job. <laughs> but if anybody thinks that 
what you determine in the preseason or before the preseason determines how the whole season's going to go. I laugh at that. I laugh at that. If an offensive coordinator says we're going to maybe go 50-50 in this thing and you think that's what it's going to be all year, then you don't believe in Javante Williams. You don't believe Javante Williams will shine when on the field. We got we got our first one in here. HB says RIP Javante. <laughs> Let me just say this. H I I appreciate everybody in here. Everybody in here that is literally going to partake in the lowering of Javante Williams's value. I I we salute you HB. We're actually going to send HB to the moon because he is helping us in our upcoming drafts. HB to the moon. Okay, let's give HB a round of applause. Appreciate HB. HB is the man helping us out, doing the the dirty work that none of us are wanting to do, lowering Javante Williams' value for every single one of us so we can benefit, taking one for the team. Appreciate you, HB. You are the man. You are the man. I I I just I I just love this. I love it. It's annoying, and I love it all at the same time. It's annoying because I see the same worried William questions in my inbox. I see the the same worried Williams in my comments. I'm getting the same DM over and over and over. And it's it's like pitch count, pitch count. Pitch. What conclusion are you drawing from pitch count? Thanks, fellas. Just giving content. HB, again, pre- appreciate you. You know, everybody does their part. Once Gordon signed, Javante left the top seven and redraft, uh, says Kenny. Is that is that Kenny? Kenny. Where's potatoes? Even Kenny's helping out. Kenny, don't make me take you, take, send you on a lap, bro. I'm going to say this one more time. I don't care about a comment from the offensive coordinator. I don't care about how many things people want to twist up. I believe in talent. I believe talent rises to the top. Do I think there's sometimes when a coach can get involved and mess things up? Absolutely. Do I think that it's possible that Hackett and 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 and, and the entire staff, the entire situation could screw this up? Sure. I'm willing to take that gamble, especially at the baked-in cost of entry now that is sure to be at the bottom of round two. We might see some Javante Williams sightings in round three, and that's going to be absolutely unbelievable. And I, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I'm excited about it. In fact, maybe, maybe I shouldn't do a show on defending Javante Williams's honor. Maybe I should do a show uh, provoking this fallen ADP that is that is sure to arise because of everybody continuing to perpetuate this narrative that Javante can't grab a hold of the job or that Melvin Gordon's going to stay healthy. Do you know what the, the Javante Williams doubters are going to say to us when Melvin Gordon is unable to carry the workload that he's being assigned? Like, let's say it's a 50-50 divide. Smitty, it's a 50-50 divide, which I've already told you is acceptable. And and I think if an announcement came out that they're going to they're gonna kick off the year 50-50, you would have people running for the hills Yet, I've told you that that's a possibility. So, I'm not going anywhere. My feet are planted firm. I'm standing tall. I'm standing strong. I'm not worried about week one divide. I'm not worried about week one divide at all. 
It makes zero sense for the OC to say what? That there's a pitch count? That he wants to keep both his running backs healthy? Who cares about a pitch count? Did he describe what the pitch count looked like there, Aaron? Did he describe to you what the pitch count looked like? And even if he did, and let's say a, a, a video releases where here there's video of him going, we're going to go ahead and just, you know, roll with the, the punches and the hot hand, then you don't believe in Javante like I believe in Javante. I'm not worried about Javante taking a hold of the situation. I'm betting on Javante's talent. And am I really betting all that much or risking all that much or gambling much whatsoever? When you're paying now, what, end of the second round? Probably, maybe even in some leagues, top of round three. Top of round three. Imagine getting Javante at the end of two, top of three, and being worried about him. Imagine it. I, I can't imagine it. This is a this is the best second drafted player you could put in your in your lineup or put on your roster in 2022. Don't make him a first round grab. You don't need to. Make him a second grab, second drafted player on your roster, and you're gonna win championships. You're gonna win championships. Um where do I have Waddle this year? I have Tyreek ahead of Waddle and redraft. You know, why said it at all? Were you there, Aaron? Were you there? Do you know what happens when a coach or an offensive coordinator is asked a question? They answer it. Sometimes the order of questioning, sometimes the the questions that are asked release information that is awkward to absorb and digest and people run with it for headlines. I'm not saying it won't be a 50-50 divide, Aaron. I don't know what you're arguing here when you said, I have plenty of shares of Javante, and now you have this nonsense. I wouldn't worry about it, Aaron. You're talking about the preseason. Even if the coach said we're going 50-50, I've already told you that could happen. So I don't know why anybody's shocked that there's any kind of back and forth with this. You have a guy that's on the rise and a guy that's on the decline. If you think Melvin Gordon's not on the decline at 29 years old, I can't help you. Okay, Melvin Gordon, 29 years old. Pedestrian 3.9 per carry running back till he hits Denver. And has a good year because Denver blocked very well. 3.9 pedestrian carry running back. He's always needed volume. Always needed volume. Always. And so... I'm not, I'm not, this, it's hilarious. I, I, I love it. I invite it. I invite it. I haven't even looked at much of the comments yet. I've looked at a few here and there, but I have a feeling a lot of people are freaking out in the comments and I almost don't even want to go into it. Collusion, are you still here? I think I saw a super chat from Collusion. Let me drop Collusion's super chat. Are you still here, buddy? All right, Russian Collusion. Thank you for the super chat, Russian. Appreciate you. Good kind sir. Smitty heard your rant earlier. I think we could have two running backs that beat out Javante's names, Hall and Walker. Imagine drafting those three in a draft to the moon. Well, I mean The Moon Man. We have dropping loads in outer space. We have all three of them on the Moon Man list though, bro. They're all going to the moon. Space monsters. Space monsters indeed. We've got Javante, Brees, Hall, and Walker all on this list and ETN, so I'm not sure exactly what you mean. Let me reread this collusion and see what you're saying here. Um, 
I think we could have two running backs that beat out Javante. Names are Hall and Walker. So you're just saying in terms of total fantasy points? I don't think so, Collusion. My mind's not changing. Let me let me make this crystal clear one more time for everybody watching. This is not to you, Collusion. I appreciate your super chat. This report worries me zero. Zero. I'm not worried. I'm not digging my heels in. It's frustrating to ha- even have to. It's frustrating and I'm, I'm liking it because... I have upcoming drafts. I'm going to do some best ball drafts, as should all of you. Um, You know what happens when this stuff happens? The rankings, the ADP rankings, the draft style, everything alters immediately on best ball. So if you go to Underdog Fantasy, link in the description. Link is also at thefantasyfootballshow.com. And you can also use promo code SMITTY by just going to Underdog Fantasy. Just make sure you use the link or in the description or the promo code SMITTY. They'll match up to $100 of your first deposit if you're new. So if you deposit $50, they'll give you $50. Bucks. You deposit $100, bucks, they'll give you $100. Bucks. You deposit the $10 minimum, they'll give you $10 on top of your $10. And you'll have $20. And go, go play Underdog and take full advantage. I know I am tonight take full advantage of the newfound value that will be Javante Williams in the third round. <laughs> it's going to be phenomenal. Again, I'm halfway excited and I'm halfway just annoyed to have this conversation over and over and over again. You know, to, to literally have to have this conversation when we've already covered what if there's a 50% divided week one. We've already covered this. It's already baked into his value. Now we're going to get a little baby bump down into the top of round three or the very bottom of round two, and people are upset about it. Like, I know some of us have already drafted in some leagues, but we have a lot of leagues to go, a lot of redraft leagues. You shouldn't be drafting in your redraft league uh, too early, um, or you probably won't be drafting too early. It's hard to get people to jump in. Um I mean, yeah, Ron, Ron, we're going to, Ron, don't you think we see third round value on underdog immediately? I think this will immediately trigger a third round value for Javante. You know, that's going to trigger it immediately. Javante equals third round redraft. Don't play yourself. What's that mean, Kenny? Does somebody hack Kenny's account? Because Kenny, Kenny's dropping all these negative Javante Williams takes, I think, or is positive, or I'm just reading it wrong. I'm not understanding there. Where is my standing ovation, says Dan. Dan, did you super chat? Did you join the uh, Did you join the, the YouTube memberships? Uh, by the way, here are the YouTube memberships. Here's the link if you want to become a YouTube member. I'll drop it in the link in the chat right now. And uh, jump in. Let me see if I can get that link up here. And if you guys want to jump into that, you do get a standing ovation when you join the YouTube exclusive membership. Did somebody join? Is that what Dan's saying? I don't see. I don't see that you joined, Dan. YouTube memberships. I'm pinning the link right now. Get your emojis. Uh, get your exclusive chat capability when we do. You know, dial it down to exclusive. Feed the beast, says Joel. Can we get some, if you if you now doubt Javante, put a, a thumb down or a red X or something to define that you don't, you know, you don't like him. If you are still a Javante person, put a thumb up or a Javante emoji. If you're a YouTube exclusive member, put something, put something up. Let's see what the room, let's read the room. 
Let's take the temperature of our own room, a pro Javante Williams situation, and let's get a real feel of where his ADP is going to go from here because I have a feeling a lot of people are going to overreact and we're going to get some steel, some steelage. Dan joined. Did Dan join? I didn't see the alert. Dan. Appreciate you, Danny boy. Third round on underdog. I think he's cemented in the mid-third round then if he's if he's been going there. Let's see here. Javante on a snap count, shaking my head. Could you pick two of these running backs? Saquon, Javante, Swift, and Kamara. Javante and Swift. Doesn't change. Don't worry about your snap count. Rewatch the beginning of the show. Not I'm concerned zero. I'm concerned zero about Melvin Gordon holding back the number one tackle-breaking monster in the NFL. Zero percent concern. Kenny says round three. I mean, I especially love him around three. Chad likes him. Angel, I don't think we have a lot of negative, negative worried Williams in here, but there's there's one worried William. Appreciate you, Dan. Smitty, your alerts do not show. Yeah, I don't know what's going on, bro. There, it might be on now. My alerts might be turned back on. I don't know why that happened. Uh, Super chat from... uh, There we go. We got him back. Matthew. Matthew super chat says, Smitty, I wholeheartedly agree on your take on Javante. Gordon is the reason I'll be getting Javante in the mid-second round. It's discount season. And Matthew, don't don't jump the gun on maybe expecting round three value, bro. I mean, these worried Williams are really, really out in droves. There's a potential to get... I appreciate your super chat, Matthew. There's a potential to get Javante at freaking extreme discount. 146 of you in here. Punch that thumb up button. Appreciate you all. Subscribe if you're new. Hit that subscribe button if you're new and wipe your feet at the door. I'm going to draft Javante right now, says James. Worried Williams. We need a worried William button. We need a worried William button. Did you see Daniel Jones' team practice video he looks horrible he always looks horrible Sergio I forgot for until you mentioned that I forgot Danny Dimes who's in the NFL to be completely honest with you I will never get off the Javante hype train Frank I appreciate Frank I appreciate every one of you that's standing strong I'm not digging my heels in guys let me make it really clear too about the the risk is the risk that a coach could ever hold back a player? Yeah. There, look, look what happened to, to Trey Lance in, in San Francisco when Shanahan refused to play him for the whole season. He kept playing Jimmy G. What did I say before the season? You will not win a Super Bowl. You may win a Super Bowl with Trey. You won't win a Super Bowl with Jimmy G. And if, if Trey was injected into that lineup even during the Rams game, if Trey was injected into that lineup uh, you know, after that Houston Texans win that was uh, 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 had you know playoff ramifications. You they would have had a stronger shot at making a Super Bowl appearance, whether they won or not. Um, coaches can screw up all the time. I could be dead wrong. 
And it'll be my it'll be my own fault because I can't blame it on the coach if I misread the situation. But if Javante never gets fully unleashed in 2022, um, I could I could most certainly be this is one of my L's, my L takes of the year. It most certainly could happen. But you got to keep in mind there are several things at play here that are to my advantage. Number one, Melvin Gordon staying healthy is a huge part of my argument. And I know a couple uh, negative Noahs will be in here after the fact and say, you're lucky Melvin Gordon got hurt. They were doing a 50-50 divide through the first two weeks of the season. And that person can go kick rocks. I I could care less. My argument right now up front is Melvin Gordon staying healthy is a big part of the reason why I'm not concerned at all. Number two, I don't believe a 3.9 pedestrian yard per carry running back that is getting older, that is losing his step most certainly, whether he looks good on, on in turf with drills and dummies, everybody looks good doing that, by the way. But with Melvin Gordon taking on what could constitute a 50% workload, which is a lot of volume in Denver in this offense, this highly productive offense that will be that will be playing out of their minds. Um the odds of Melvin Gordon getting hurt are extremely high at 29 years old being used in this fashion. And and the fact that people say that a pitch count means something bad, you don't even know what the pitch count divide looks like or how long they want to do it or if it's something that every coach would use if asked a certain set of questions. Like, there's so much more information we need and I'm not being... I'm not being closed-minded in saying that, like, maybe there's footage of him saying that I'll see in 10 minutes from now that says, yeah, we're going to go 50-50, we're going to go hot hand, whatever. It won't scare me off because I don't believe Melvin Gordon's going to hold back the number one tackle-breaking monster in the NFL. This is JT. This is JT. This is the next JT. He's going to absolutely explode once he's given his opportunity. All of the stats and metrics tell you so. Your eyeballs should tell you so. The the metrics should tell you so. Everything's telling you but the situation, which I agree is not necessarily the most ideal. Like, do I want to coach? It's like he's our guy. Yeah, of course I do. I'm not a moron. Okay, do I, would I rather hack it in this, this staff in general as a whole be like, look, Melvin's there to back him up. I'd rather have that. But do I think maybe people misinterpret everything? And do I think people are forgetting the fact that literally 24 hours before this report, which I know everyone says this comes from the OC, but it doesn't. It comes from a a beat writer talking about what the OC said in some non-context conversation. We don't have the full context of the situation. But we literally had less than 24 hours ago another report that everybody seems to forget already. And just brush it off because they believe that this report trumps that report. And maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. I'm not saying it doesn't trump it. It could trump that report. But the the report that was about 24 hours prior, I'll throw it on screen here. But this report was suggesting that it was going to be potentially an 80-20 or 70-30 split out of the backfield. And this came from Cecil Lammy reporting on it. 
and saying that through five out of the six days, Javante was running with the first team and Melvin was running with not running with the first team out of the five or six days. What happened to that report? Why is nobody talking about that? Because people like to go with what was just talked about or just said. What have you done for me lately? What have I read lately? Recency bias. What about all the positive reports you just read about Javante Williams starting and being the the first team running back out of five out of the six practices, lining up with the first, the, the ones, and getting potentially, according to one other beat writer that reported on it, saying 80 20, 70 30 split. And because the OC was asked a specific question about pitch counts, he says they will be on pitch counts to keep them healthy. And then what? Beat writer wants Javante and his fantasy team is making him. Yeah, I mean, who knows what's going on, Dan? Who knows what's going on? All I know is it's Javante season. I'm not getting off this train. And I think the train just got a whole lot more empty, which is fine by me. Um, I understand the risk. I accept the risk. I know that there is risk. I'm not I'm not ignoring it or blind to the situation. But to me, the risk is not that big of a deal. When you're talking about the cost of entry now being bottom of round two or top of round three or on underdog fantasy, which you can go over and play, uh, use promo code Smitty, use the link in the description. Um, it feels like to me, you're going to get them in the mid third, mid sec. Yeah, mid third, mid third. At third. Um, comparisons are not even close. Uh, I, I believe Swaggy's trying to, very, trying but failing to, to speak to JT and Javante comparisons. And, and you're right, Swaggy. Javante might be even more gifted. And you can chew on that all day long if you want. Javante Williams. I don't care about situation. I'm talking about talent right now. Situations why we're here. Situations why we're wondering. So the situation could be better, but I'll tell you right now, Swaggy, chew on this, chew on it very long and hard, and and think about it all show long. Javante Williams could be better than Jonathan Taylor. So chew on that, Swaggy. I'll let you simmer with that for a while. And and keep in mind, guys, everyone's memories are so spotty and foggy and, and selective. Selective memories. Selective memories. It's, I know it's comical, Swaggy. Don't be so hard on yourself. Um, you know, we all miscalculate from time to time. You'll bounce back from it. I, I, I think it's funny when people are selective with how much of a threat Naheem Hines was to them walking into twenty, walking into JT's breakout season last year. How selective people were. How selective people were. In remembering how much of a threat Naheem Hines was. He is Melvin Gordon. Naheem Hines, maybe the divide is being threatened differently, but Naheem Hines being the PPR guy takes away a lot. If you took away all of his PPR work, Javante Williams, he would have been cut in half value-wise. That's why people were running for the hills. Uh, Don't buy the pitch count report. Agreed. Agreed. Pitch count what? Pitch count what? What do you... What are people... And I'm not saying you, because you're defending it. What are people thinking? Pitch count. Here's what... Here's what Bob and Worried Williams hear. 
Yeah, we're gonna have we're gonna have the, the backs on a pitch count, making keep them healthy. Oh, it's a 50-50. Did you hear? Or said he said 50-50 divide. And even if he did, he did. But if reports leaked that he did, who cares? You gonna you gonna do you believe that what's set now is going to continue all year? Do you believe Melvin Gordon's gonna stay healthy all year? Naheem Hines has never been a bell cow. Doesn't matter. The threat. Listen to the words coming out of the mouth, Carlos. The threat of Naheem Hines was equal to the threat of Melvin Gordon. If you don't admit that, you're you're misremembering, because. Everyone was freaking out about JT having no PPR work. Carlos, no PPR work whatsoever. Everybody was freaking out about it. Um, let's get to uh, let's get to the uh, voicemails. Voicemail group one has not one more voicemail waiting. Voicemail group two, Josiah is carrying the people. Hey Smitty, would you trade? Um, a first round pick next year and a um, dynasty uh, super flex sleeve for Elijah Moore. Uh, first for Elijah Moore. A first round pick for Elijah Moore. Let me see if I heard that right. Hey, Smitty, would you trade um, a first round pick next year and a um, dynasty uh, super flex sleeve for Elijah Moore? I mean, I like, I like Elijah Moore a lot. I don't know. It depends on where the pick's going to be. I think you could probably get him a little bit cheaper than that, I would think, but maybe not. And, and if you need a wide receiver, if your team's really good and that pick's going to be bad, I, I'm not against it. I'm not against it. This is why I fade all of the negative Lenny news, says Brian. I'm not sure what that means, Brian. I'm not sure what side of this fence you're on. It's to be determined, Brian. Let's talk about Hines and his expanded role this year, says Ron. That's true. They do feel like they want to expand his role. But people are so funny not remember. Uh, yeah, I'm not always scared of 19 Hines. Yeah, you were. No, I wasn't scared. Yeah, why do you think JT was falling to 14 overall? The number one overall, he had number, he had top five overall potential. Everyone knew that. Everyone knew JT had top five overall running back potential. But everyone and their mother, consensus-wise, coming together, average draft position data, he was going around 12 to 14 by the time we got close to the season because people were that worried about Naheem Hines taking all the all the PPR work, which would be equivalent to taking half of all the work, but you get all the PPR work and all the rushing yards when you're on the field halftime comparatively to getting the ball 80% on first and second down and not much at all on third down. So when people say, oh, Hines doesn't compare to Melvin Gordon, Melvin Gordon doesn't compare to Hines. Yeah, it does because you got to break it down that way. You can't just say, oh, they're different players. Okay, good. Congratulations uh, uh, dissecting that one. It's it's about impact. And, and Naheem Hines' impact of taking the PPR work and some of the first down and second down work, which would have been equivalent to taking half of all of it and giving the other half all of it to Javante. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. Uh, Williams, Gordon, Gordon pitch count, Williams, Belkow. I mean, logic would say that we are going to be correct on that. Could, could things, um, Hines isn't Melvin Gordon. Yes, he is. Nugent, I just explained why. 
Melvin Gordon will be more involved than people think. That's okay, Drew. See, Drew, we're going to have differing opinions, and that's fine. And and could I be wrong on this one? Sure. I, I don't hit everything. But my gut tells me down deep that Javante Williams will explode. Every opportunity he's given. Not every opportunity. You know what I'm saying. And, and I don't think Melvin Gordon's going to look even close to the same on the field and you're going to see a transition happen pretty pretty quickly. And even if they didn't, he's going to get an, enough work. I'm not worried about it. Kevin. Hey, Smitty. I just read an article today on Chapante and Melvin Gordon being on a pitch count. <laughs> no, I'm just totally kidding on the uh, the last voicemail. It's pretty funny. Yeah, but, uh, kind of funny, Kevin. Yeah, I'm excited for this year's draft. How do you like... Uh, like Josh Palmer drafting like a wide receiver three up the Chargers is like a sneaky like stowaway. Uh, yeah, I'm excited for this year's draft. How do you like uh like Josh Palmer? I like Joshua Palmer as like a wide receiver four, five, or five, six. You know what I'm saying? Hit that thumb up button. One seventy in the in the building. Seventy thumbs up. Punch it. I like Josh Fulmer as a as a potential like if injury happens to Keenan Allen or Mike Williams, boom, Palmer's in there. He's a wide receiver three four in fantasy. Like a, a bi week filler guy, maybe not your full time starter, but bi week sure. Um I, I, I think he's a great cuff if you own Mike Williams or if you own Keenan Allen. In fact, I think it's one of the craftier unspoken cuffs in fantasy football. Uh, Carlos Carlo says, wow, I can't believe he believes Melvin uh, is Naheem Hines mind-boggling. Don't be so hard on yourself, Carlos. Does Kevin have... Does Kevin have a laugh track? Broncos fan. Now, this might be a little biased, but I like it. Bring it in. Bring it in. Huddle up. Javante getting 1,500 total yards, 50 catches, 10 TDs. Draft him accordingly. Had a boy. Had a boy Broncos fan. Don't worry about that bias name. Don't worry about that bias name. Can we do some mock drafts? We don't do the mock drafts on the on the 7 p.m. show ever, Nugent. Come on. Appreciate you, though, Nugent. Smitty does. I like how Carlos speaks around me instead of to me. Smitty doesn't like to bring up that JT is bigger and faster. Um, are we comparing every single facet of each of their characteristics and, and builds like Javante Williams is the number one tackle breaking monster in the NFL, bro. And he played half time. I'm not saying JT's bad. I'm not saying JT isn't a beast. I'm saying Javante Williams can be as good, if not better, if fed the football. Now, will I be wrong about him being fed the football? Maybe bro. Maybe, but am I wrong about their talent? No, the metrics tell you. There's there everything that your eyes should tell you when you watch Javante play. He can't be tackled, bro. Go watch some of his highlights where it literally takes four or five guys to try and slow him down enough so that two or three other guys can tackle him. It's like slow him down, hit him, try and slow him down so two other people get help. Get help. We got to tackle Javante. Somebody go get help. Like just watch his highlights, bro. He looks 
as good as anybody in the entire National Football League running the football when he's running the football. Now, I can't I can't help if Hackett screws it up. I don't think he will. I don't think he will. Javante needs 60% of the touches, Smitty, or we're in trouble. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, pal. He's fine. This is all you ever say is tackle breaking. How relevant if they're all arm tackles. Carlos, you clearly don't watch all my contents. Not all I say. I, I have a whole. I have several videos on Javante Williams and why he could be the number two or number one running back in fantasy football. Go check him out. Go check him out, Carlos. Keep bringing the negativity, Carlos. Okay, um, let's hit the voicemails. Continue to drop them. Continue to drop them. Here's one from uh, Rock Out. Um, I like Bateman as a 3-4, bro. I really like Bateman as a 3-4. Um, I don't like him as a 2-3, like a wide receiver 2 or wide receiver 3. So, I would, I would suggest drafting him as a 3-4. Hope that he becomes this wide receiver everybody thinks he can become. A thousand yard guy, seven, eight touchdowns, and then you're going to get your value back. But I think if anybody drafts him too early, um then, you know, I, th- I think you could end up being in trouble if you draft this guy to be like your wide receiver too. I like him. I just, I got to see more. 500 yards and a touchdown. I don't care. He's had good conversions, but I need to see more because the eye test doesn't do it for me. The way that everybody talks about the, the metrics and the conversion rates and stuff like that. I like the I like the information. I like the, the fact that he is successful on his running routes and converting and stuff, but... I still don't know that the rapport will be there yet. It takes Lamar a little little while to build rapport. Um, and he just had his number one wide receiver strip from him. The running back room is beat up as can be. Tyler Beatty, the batty Beatty, is the only guy that is healthy in that running back room. J.K. Dobbins cleared, sure. We'll see what happens. They're going to bring him along slowly. I read the reports too. I'm not buying that J.K. is going to either stay healthy or be explosive in his first year. So I'm completely avoiding the Ravens at certain costs of entry. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it, de- it just depends. Voicemail group. No, Hines isn't a Mel- Melvin Hines. Never was a starter. Gordon, you're a little late on this topic, Doug. <laughs> you're a little late, bro. Keep Chase, Lamar, and Barkley. Uh, I'm not sure who what that that was uh, question was, but those are those are good keepers. Good job, good job. Where are we drafting Javante Williams? Um, you might want to rewatch Gregory. We talked about it for another for for a good 45 minutes already, but um, he is a steal at the bottom of round two, and an even bigger steal in round three. Take advantage of all the worried Williams out there that are driving his value down. Uh, Dobbins great for a flex. I'm gonna say negative on that, but. Trust your gut. Coming back from an ACL tear, no thank you. Irish boy says not top five. Get your popcorn ready, Irish boy. Appreciate you still. Smitty, do you believe the Jets and the Lions are fully 
ready to produce and feed their players. I still think they're one plus years away, but it sounds like you expect them to be ready this year. You don't have to be fully ready to maybe to win games, make the playoffs, uh, win games on the consistent. Yeah, they're a year or two away, but to, to put up fantasy numbers, to, to march the football down the field, the defense is going to be much, much, much improved. They got Sauce Gardner. They've got some of the most, uh, they had the best draft in, on both sides of the football I've seen in quite some time, Drew. So this team is going to automatically improve. Will they make mistakes? Yeah. Will they win games? I don't know. Um, I, I think they're at least a year away from being a, a playoff, a, a wild card contending team or a threat to win the division or anything like that. I mean, they're ways away from that. But keep in mind how the, everybody spoke about the Bengals last year. They can't do this. They're the Bengals. They're the Bengals. They're never going to do it. They're the Bengals. I mean, the Jets have the talent now to change that narrative. And I don't think it'll be this year, but we're going to see them moving the football down the field. We're going to see them running the football well. Salah's a great coach. Uh, defense is going to be phenomenal um, at times, and they're they're going to need to build that uh, that uh, cohesion, though. So maybe they won't always perform completely well across the board in all categories and stats and such. But I think the Jets are going to definitely turn things around, and it's going to start this year. And if if let's say Zach Wilson's distracted. And Zach Wilson can't put it all together. You know, that then you have a situation where we got to see what's, you know, what's going to happen there. How long do they stick it out? I think Zach Wilson will be fine. If not, I, I'm just saying, put in, uh, put in Mike White. <laughs> I think they'll be fine. I think they'll be fine. They'll score enough. Smitty, send all the Javante doubters to Uranus. Yeah, let's do that. That sounds right. And off he goes to the planet known as Uranus. It's voicemail time. Drop a voicemail at the Fantasy Football Show on the gram. Tell your grandma. Oh, man. This Javante stuff. As fun as it is, it's it is it is draining. As much as I love the value that it now gives us, it, it is draining to go over the same stuff over and over because it's the same DMs. You know, it's the same questions. What about the, the snap count? What about the snap count, Smitty? The pitch count. I'm gonna hear it for weeks. All right. Hit me with some questions. Peeker, you're in charge of changing the narrative. Ask a question. So go. Uh, Mike White will will get you right, says Rock Out. <laughs> yeah, I want. I think Mike White on another team would be nice. I'd love to see him be have a, have a chance. Like, put him in Pittsburgh. Can you guys imagine Mike White in Pittsburgh? Give him a little shot. Give him a little shot in Pittsburgh. Let him just go to Pittsburgh and prove himself. Um, it's cool if people panic. I will just get a. I'll just get the draft Javante in the third round on underdog. I, exactly, bro. I can't wait. I can't wait. All right, here we go. Voicemail group one. Rock out. Oh. Teddy. Good value. Hey, Smitty. I just wanted to clarify that I love Javante. He's a top three back in Dynasty. I just think his path to success in redraft is limited by Gordon. Especially his red zone work. I think Gordon could steal up to eight touchdowns from him. And that's my big worry with him. 
Still happy to take him as a top 27 player, which is where I have him ranked, but there's other guys that fall to the beginning of the third that I'd rather draft. I appreciate all the doubters of Javante, and, and no offense, Kenny. You know, you're my boy, Blue, and I love the, the thinking on Dynasty, but you can't be a Javante supporter and and not like him. You're talking 27, top 27. That's really far, Kenny. <laughs> I'm I'm just saying that's hard. It's hard to buy. That's Javante support right there. When you're talking about 27 overall, give me Javante. Give me Javante at the bottom of two all day long. I don't even know that I I push my luck to the third round because I'm still gonna get a guy I love in the third round. Um, you know I'm not worried about. I'm worried about losing Javante at that late second round value right now. It. It almost feels like a lock that Javante's falling to the bottom of two. I can't believe it. It's going to be amazing. And the best part is people are going to continue to talk about the divide. <laughs> like, if he falls, just like DK, just like DK falling from round two to five, you no longer need to have the conversation of, what about DK's quarterback? Who cares about DK's quarterback? You're getting him at fifth round value. You know, beggars can't be choosers at that point. And if you're getting Javante, who is a top five overall player, everyone in here that believes in Javante even remotely, if if Melvin Gordon were not in the equation, Paper Tiger Melvin Gordon were not in the equation, everybody that believes in Javante even a little bit would have Javante in their top five overall. So you're telling me that third round value for Javante, third round value for for Javante is not packaging in all the risk that everybody's talking about today. I don't understand. Jerry Judy shine this year? I think he could, bro. Smitty is a in a platonic relationship with Javante. You know what, buddy boy? You're now in a platonic relationship with yourself off the live stream. How's that? You want to mess with me today? There you go. Enjoy. Javante season, says Jeremy. Buddy said DK, but my buddy said DK would bust when he saw I took him in a flex. Then I reminded him, uh, then I reminded him in a bad year, he had 12 TDs. Had a boy overcome. Had a boy. I love him in the third two, Kenny. Smitty has more explosiveness than James Robinson at this point. That's true. That's true. I love I love the fact that people I love the fact that people think that James Robinson is like this big threat right now, you know? Like I want him to be out there. I want James Robinson to be getting carries. We, we look, ETN's a 900-yard rusher. Do you know how many rushing yards the the well, I guess technically speaking the Jaguars could rush for less than a thousand <laughs> total, but if 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 you're running for uh, as an offense 13, 14, 15, whatever amount of yardage you're going to you you only need ETN to run for 8 or 900 yards cuz he's going to pull in 7, 8, 900 yards through the air. So, absolutely don't mind the presence of James Robinson, but he's not threatening ETN's volume or work share. Why is Robinson rolling with the ones then? Because 
bro, they're they're, it's, they're they're practicing right now. Who who knows why? Etn, they're resting his foot a little more. There's so many unknowns. We can't draw any conclusions by what we're seeing or hearing from somebody in practice. Not to mention, he's the number one wide receiver option too. He's the best hands in the in, in, on the team. He's the best weapon on the roster. They, they could be on the field at the same time all the time. You know. So they need to get James Robinson prepared. He's going to take work with the ones. I just said he's going to run. ETN's going to run for 800, 900 yards. You need James Robinson to take a lot of number one reps. You know what I'm saying? You got to have him take reps with the ones. He's going to get a lot of carries with the ones. He's going to rush for seven, 800 yards if he stays healthy, which is a tall order. But you're he's allowed to do that because Javon, because ETN is not going to be running for 12, 15, 1400 yards. He's going to run for 900 to 1,000. He's going to pull in 600, 700, depending on how much they balance that out. If it's if it's, if he's rushing for 850, he's going to have more receiving yards. They're going to use ETN all over the field. All over the field. Uh, what do you think Baker will do for Robbie Anderson? Bro, sometimes I forget Robbie Anderson still in the NFL. So, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he'll help me remember his name. Potentially. Uh, the guy almost retired. Pulled off a monster dynasty trade. What did What did you do, bro? What did you do? All right, let's get back to the voicemails. Uh, this one's from Kenny. I think I must be wearing Tua goggles. I'm starting to feel safe about him. He's got the yak attack with... Hill and Waddle. I like what Gasecki brings to that offense. Uh, if I'm not getting one of the top guys and I'm stuck looking in those middle rounds, I'm starting to lean Tua. Um, I think Tua does look better than I think a lot of us expected. Can we be honest about it? Like Tua's been throwing the football pretty well. I think Tyreek Hill's easy to throw to because you can throw a little bit of an under or overthrown ball and Tyreek Hill adjusts differently than most receivers. So he has an advantage by throwing to Tyreek Hill. But I think, like, I'm still I'm still a little worried about Tua, but I'm not as worried about Tyreek Hill getting the football because it seems like they're going to get him the football. And as much as Tua isn't, like, a top 10 fantasy quarterback, Maybe Tua's going to be okay. He's going to be decent enough. Kind of like Tannehill was good enough for A.J. Brown. Tannehill actually scored really well at times in fantasy. Uh, Super Chat, I have Discord questions. Okay, thank you, Terry. Appreciate you, man. Ron, I got your Super Chat. I think, yeah. Thank you, Ron. So Tannehill, I'm sorry, Tannehill. Tua. Tua Hill. Tua Hill looks, looks decent right now. I'll admit it. I'll admit it. He looks okay. I don't think he's going to be a top 10 fantasy quarterback, but can am I worried about Hill as much? I'm a little less worried about Hill today than I was yesterday. And I'm a little I was a little less worried yesterday than I was the day before and so on. Like Tua might be able to move the football down the field. Yeah, and it, it, Tannehill, exact comp, Kenny. It's like Tannehill was not a great quarterback. But I mean Tannehill got the job done for A.J. Brown. I think maybe Tua could get the job done. I mean, they, did you guys see that pass? It was really, really nicely thrown. And Tyreek Hill just it was dropped right into his breadbasket. 
completely looked amazing. I hope at least 50% of the movement. I got I got a lot of these guys on one team. This team right here. The moon men dropping loads in outer space. Space monsters. Now keep in mind that this list is full of guys that both are on the breakout and rise. And some of them need some things to happen. Like Rashad White's no guarantee whatsoever. You know, he has to have things happen for him. Tony Pollard is not a guarantee. He needs to have things happen. Uh, Kenneth Walker's got some roadblocks in front of him. Uh, Brees Hall, not so much. He's definitely in like the 60 to 65% command of the running attack as of right now in this moment. Uh, St. Brown, you could say later on when J- Jameson Williams gets his feet under him and he's he's going full go, will that, will that affect him? Uh, ETN, is his foot okay? Like, there are risks attached to some of these guys. Uh, Trey, a lot of people talking about his accuracy. There are risks to every one of these players, which is what makes them valuable, which is why they're being undervalued. Joe Burrow, undervalued. ETN, undervalued. Javante, extremely undervalued now. Trey, undervalued. Pollard, undervalued. White, undervalued. Dalton Schultz is the only guy on here that's literally climbing by the day. And he 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 was on here before he got into the sixth round, so we're not taking him off. But he's certainly going to be one of those people that that like you're going to benefit the least from drafting high now because he was going so low earlier, and we took advantage of it. We marched that out here and talked about it over and over. So you know, it's all the movement have different values in different places that they're coming from, but. I love I love Walker, man. I love Walker. Walker has one little cone in front of him named, <laughs> named Rashad Penny, says Freak. Uh, Tua beat Hurts out in college for what it's worth, says Robert. Yeah, well, I don't think, I mean, anything's possible, bro, but I think, I think Hurts is going to blow him out of the water this year. So who's going to get the last laugh? My boy Hurts might. Hey, Smitty, when is the take Grant Thomason uh, league start. Uh, pro- we'll probably draft at the very beginning of September, like the heading into the last week of the the preseason. I think is when we'll do that draft, and we might be doing another one called the Michael K CPA Bash. So Michael K, DM me on IG. Let's get that going for. We're gonna dedicate that to Michael K, just because he was he was one of the first, if not the first, him him and Niner by nature, the first you know big super chatters, and I want to. Break. Recent reports coming out of Eagles uh, training camp is that A.J. Brown is becoming the vocal point of the offense. Where he's going in the round two, based upon the tiers with Mike Evans and Tyreek Hill, would you put A.J. above them now with the good Rappaport with Jalen Hurts? Um, I don't think I would because I love the value. Yeah, Michael K., I DM'd you. Check your IG. Um, I, I, I love AJ Brown where he is. He's in the third round. Let's not talk about him with players that are in round two. You know, you start talking about Tyreek Hill. You start, let's keep AJ Brown where he is. Let's not overhype him to the point where everybody's taking him now in round two. But I think he's totally capable of being a, a round two player. He's totally capable of being a top 15 overall player. He's totally capable of being a top five wide receiver. But the beautiful part about A.J. Brown is you don't have to pay 
that value whatsoever. Michael K. Michael K. CPA, knock me off the highest super chat, and still I'm I'm not over it. Says Drew C. Yeah, Drew C. Was one of the OGs too. Uh, Drew C. DM me on IG. We'll put you in this league too. Uh, Russ will have to cook. Yeah, AFC West is going to be tough. You know, like the AFC West, I predict, is probably going to have one team in those in the group of four in the AFC West that doesn't make the playoffs because they're going to play each other twice. Everybody plays each other twice. They're going to get beat up. And it's going to be such a tough conference that it's it's possible that the Raiders or the Broncos, I don't think it will be. It could be the Chiefs, actually. I don't think it'll be the Chargers. I think they win the division. I think they go to the Super Bowl. I think they could win the Super Bowl. I think Herbert could be an NFL MVP. Not that Burrow can't. Not that not that Allen can't. Um, Buffalo, the Chargers, or yeah, I think the Buffalo Bills or the the Chargers win the Super Bowl. But it's possible KC or the Raiders. Or the Broncos don't make the playoffs and have 10 or 11 wins. <laughs> it's going to be crazy. Because there's only three wildcard spots. And two of them are going to go to the AFC West teams. So it's going to be Chargers clinch a division, in my opinion. And they go they go to the playoffs. They clinch the division. The three wildcard teams, I think KC and the Broncos or KC and the Raiders grab those two of those three spots. That leaves one more spot for the entire conference. For all all of the all the remaining teams that didn't win their division in the AFC, one spot left to fight for. It's hard to imagine all three of the wild card spots going to one division and literally having the Chargers make the Super Bowl and the only other three teams that don't win their division be right underneath the Chargers. It's just hard for me to imagine. So Denver could but could be that team. The Raiders could be that team. Everybody's going to get upset when they're like, that's my team, the Raiders. They're, what are you talking about? They're going to win the division. Like everybody, no one knows. Javante in the fourth round is an absolute Mars man. Yeah. Hod, I mean, let's see where his ADP levels out at I'm a little afraid we're we're gonna like we should all not mock draft Javante at all and just kind of see where naturally his ADP moves I don't want to be part of uh, uh, ADP you know run let's see here James Conklin, Super Chat. Appreciate you, Mr. James. James Conklin says, two QB league. Thank you, kind sir. I have Burrow and Hertz. Um, Let me put this on the other screen because it's not letting me read it properly on this screen. At least on my end. James Conklin, I have Burrow and Hurts traded T-Law, Deontay, um, 23 second for DK, 23 first, Geno Smith, McKinnon trade partner, uh, uh, maybe last place. Okay, so I might have acquired Robinson and DK for T-Law. 
So Tila Deontay at 2023 for DK. Okay, so DK upgrade over Deontay in my opinion. Uh, Geno Smith, nothing, nothing to cry home about, but he might be getting a 1.1. I love that, man. If you could get Robinson, if you end up getting Robinson out of that, you're going to clean up that trade. Absolutely, bro. Unbelievable. Nice work. As far as value and stats go for the moon trip, Cousins is boring, but he's a lock, says Peeker. Well, you know, that might that might be music to uh, Ron Navy's ears. You know, the fact that he's boring to you, but he is headed to the moon, according. Okay, let's see here. Uh, Terry, I'm looking for your, your messages here. Good buddy. One second. Terry Roberts, Discord question. Smitty, B-Man ask in round six, Dalton Schultz or St. Brown? Uh, man, honestly, I go back and forth. What I tend to do is draft Schultz because you can maybe get St. Brown in the next round. So if I'm, if I'm B-Men or anybody looking to potentially draft both of them, you want both of them, you actually need a wide receiver too, I would go Schultz first because he's way more likely to go. And then I would potentially uh, back that up with a, 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 a St. Brown pick right after that. So, good question, though. I just did that in a draft. Smitty80 commented, I had my draft yesterday. I drafted from the six-spot, 12-team, three-wide receiver league. Got snapped three times. I picked before I was up, but there was my team. QB, Josh Allen, running back, Javante, ETN, Pollard, Stevenson, Waller, Z. White. Wide receiver Jefferson, St. Brown, Moody. I, I can't focus uh, on that Tom long Bird, of a question. Uh, Tyler Boyd, Crowder, honest thoughts. I, I Honestly, I didn't hear a word of it. <laughs> it's too much. It's too long. I can't. Let me try. I've got I've got all kinds of ADD descriptors for that one. 80 commented. Okay, let's try. I had my draft yesterday. Oh. I drafted focus. from the six spot. Focus, Smitty. Three wide receiver league got snapped three times. All right, here we go. Pick before I was up, but here we there go. was my team. QB, Josh Allen, running back, Javante, Javante. Etienne, Pollard, nice. Stevenson, okay. Waller, okay. Z. White, wide receiver, Jefferson, St. Brown, Moody. Yeah, it sounds like you've drafted in an eight-team eight league, bro. Congratulations, you crushed it. Cable ask on the clock. You have Hall in round three and Javante Williams in round three. I guess you're taking Williams, right? I'm taking Javante, and maybe you get Hall in round four, too. But I'm definitely, definitely taking taking Javante. I'm not even, it's not even a question. I have no doubts about, like, I have zero doubts about Javante, especially at his newfound ADP. How much is the subscription? To the fantasy football show. Um, you talking about to the fantasy football show? Get on over to the fantasy football show. Get your lifetime membership. Get your advice. Your one-on-one text advice with your boy Smitty. Go do it. Do it live. What's up, fantasy dog? What's up, Terry? Silver. Space Ricky. Legion. 
The Chosen Rosen. Did he already talk about the Javante stuff? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about. It. I'm loving the fact that his ADP is going down. Okay, that's in a nutshell. In a nutshell. All right, let's go to the next voice message. If you guys had left anything. Lost Arts. What is Lost Arts, bro? I don't know what that is. Uh, Michael K., appreciate you. Let me get to the voicemail groups. I think we're out of voicemail, so let's open up the phone lines. Just for a little bit. Your boy Smitty's feeling a little under the weather. That's why I'm a little short-fused short as well. I've just got the flu. I'm, this is my flu game. Call into the show. Call, call, call into the show. Call into the show. Dial 602 NFL. This is Smitty's flu game. Okay. So bear with me. Uh, what's up, Vlad? Vlad, who am I more confident, Derrick Henry or Javante? Look, I mean, you, this is an ADP game. You know, Javante, you can't take any higher than you have to. Henry's going around one, but, like, would I rather get Jamar Chase in one and then take Javante later? Yes. What's up, Ron Navy? You're live. Hey, bro, I've been waiting for you to open up the dang phone line. What's up? Yeah, sorry. Hey, I'm, a, I'm a little under the weather. I'm a little short. I got a short fuse today. I'm a little under the weather. This is my flu game, you know, like Jordan yeah, coming out here trying to do it. Yeah, I hope I hope I hope in the family start feeling better soon. Yeah, I'm the healthiest one. But you know, household. with this, if it's flu, it has to run its course, it's usually three or four days. So, yeah, and the fact that I work from home, um, I'm, hey. I'm not exposed to that many germs. You know, I. I Whenever the kid brings home the the plague of any kind, any sort of plague whatsoever, like I've already had chicken pox, I probably get chicken pox. Like like I I I'm susceptible to a lot because the only thing I do is go out and get food. I'm very much confined, but you know I haven't I haven't gotten the flu in a while. I have got the 19, and so to get the flu right after that sucks. But our whole family has it. Everybody we know has yeah. it. Everybody we have come in contact with, and I don't think. I don't think we gave it to anybody, but literally all the grand, all the grandparents, the parent, the my 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 uh, the the Miss Smitty side of the family, my side of the family, um, everyone, everyone we know and have come in contact with, every hundred percent infection rate. Everybody's throwing up everywhere. It's 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 crazy. It's a really contagious flu. Wow. But go ahead. Wow. All right. Well, I'm not. I'm not gonna uh, expand too much on Javante because I already. I'm not worried about Javante. But here's the thing: is I'm not worried about JT either. Either. And why are people worried about Javante when they're not worried about JT? Because Naeem Hines. All right. He is going to get an expanded role this year, and people need to look at him to draft him later on in the rounds. Because they've already come out. The coach has already come out. And he said, hey, if I had Naheem, if I played fantasy, I'd have him on my team. Simply because they're looking at expanding his role to take more of the receptions coming out of the backfield. And they're in the great spot now with they work with Wentz. Now they got Ryan. And Ryan is a check down type of quarterback. 
where he utilizes the white the, the running backs, um, and he's you know so so they're looking at Ayin Hines to have like probably forty maybe even forty or above more catches out of the backfield this year than he's had in the past. So Naeem Hines is somebody that you want to look for in your draft later on down in you know where where he goes. And but that being considered, if you know Naeem Hines' role is going to get expanded, why aren't you out there crying about? Oh, he's going to take stuff about JT. What about JT? They're not making the same argument. And why is that? Is that is that just because? Javante, because it is the same argument. It's the exact same argument. If 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 Naeem Himes' role is going to get expanded, you should be. If you're arguing that, if you're worried about Gordon and Javante, you should be making the same argument about Naeem Himes' role getting expanded, um, and worried about JT. It's the same argument. And yeah. if you're not, then then you're not looking at it right, and you're you're being very lopsided in your thinking. Yeah, I mean, and right that's on, all I'm going to say. Have a good night. Right on screen here, Ron. I got the the two recent reports on Naheem Hines. Uh, Ron, Ron Bale, man, Ron dropped the mic and just jumped out. Uh, Ron, Ron, maybe Ron's got the flu. But he, here's uh, here's what Ron's talking about. So the two most recent reports, um, they're going to find ways to get him, you know, get creative with Naheem Hines. Uh, speaking at OTAs, Frank Reich said. If I was a fantasy owner, I'd consider drafting Naheem Hines. So, I mean, Ron, Ron makes really good points, you know. It, it's like, it, it, it isn't that different. Like, it definitely wasn't last year a threat. But, I mean, Ron makes a good point. Like, everybody just is afraid of, of Melvin Gordon in a different way. And they they can't admit that there's, there's, there's very similar fears out there with other running backs in situations but people are just so fed up with this idea of Javante not being completely freed that they let it get to their ranking and their evaluation of it so I, I look I feel I feel like I feel like I'm not worried about JT but I understand Ron's point and Ron's point's a good one you know it's one that I think kind of speaks to the Melvin Gordon fear Javante Williams is going to be fed now, whether that's 50, 50, or 55%, I think it's definitely over 50. But let's say it's 55 or 60% out the gate. That is fine. I, I That's what I expected. I didn't, I've actually drafted Javante fully expecting no more than 60% of the work in week one. That's what my expectation level has always been. I think when people hear it and they, they hear somebody confirm it, then they start freaking out and then they start thinking the worst and... Everybody, the human, the human condition. Everybody's got a a tendency to want to get rid of something before it burns them, and I and I understand that. I do it a lot myself. That's why I like trading Derrick Henry in Dynasty. That's why I like not drafting players. I think could get hurt. That's why I stay away from Mike Thomas. Is I don't want to get burned, and I feel like I'm going to get burned. But sometimes, as human beings, we tend to overreact to things and want to just you know break up with the player first. Uh, Aaron, you're not paying attention, Aaron. I said if out the gate he's getting 50% of the work, 55% of the work, I'm fine with it. It's going to open up every single week. So you got to take into what I'm saying in the full context, bro. 55% of the work is not what I want all year long, bro. But when you're talking about a long, lengthy season where this guy is going to be 
absolutely amazing. Each and every time he's on the field, they're going to start feeding him more and more and more. So 55% is fine out the gate. I have no problem with that. You're live on the Fantasy Football Show. Who am I talking to? Hello. Hello. Yeah, you're live. What's up? Who is this? This is us. All right. You got to be prepared, pal. Call back if you want to be on. But uh, Aaron, I appreciate you, Aaron, but this number, it doesn't scare me. Uh, yes, I am very old. The doc told me today. This is Fantasy Dog. You're not old, Fantasy Dog. You're just vintage, bro. You're just vintage. Uh, dial into the show. If that was you and you weren't ready, call into try the again. show. Dial 602 NFL. How is everyone doing today, says Smitty80. What's up, Smitty80? We got your question, and it was long, bro. I tried to answer it the best I could, but it was like literally... One of the longest questions I felt like I'd ever heard in my life, especially when I'm going through the flu game. This is my flu game, bro. You're live on the Fantasy Football Show. Who am I talking to? This is Tyler. Tyler, what's up, my man? How's it going? Good. How you doing? I'm all right. I just called in. I, I wanted to call to uh, ask if you'd rather draft Devontae, Aaron Jones, or Leonard Fournette in the second round. Devontae. No question. I, but but okay, do, yeah. do I play the ADP game if I can though? Like if I if I start to settle on the idea that Javante is going to fall to my third round pick, I'd have to be a moron to not contemplate it. But like in this moment right now, I don't know that we're going to see third round value. And we do an underdog fantasy promo code Smitty. By the way, get on over to underdog uh, fantasy. Right here, promo code Smitty. They'll match up to one hundred dollars of your first deposit. Link is in the description. But like, I I think on underdog, bro, I believe Javante's gonna fall into the third round with ease. I'm gonna do a I'm gonna do yeah, a like draft tonight. Day. I'm gonna do a draft tonight. I don't know if I'll do it live on the show. I might, but I'm absolutely uh, Spo seventy subscribe. Appreciate you, Spo. Um, I don't know. I don't know, bro. I I don't know where he's gonna go, but. As of this moment, without knowing, I'm taking Javante at the end of two without without a hesitation. Uh, without a hesitation. Okay. Yeah. But but you're not crazy to like Aaron Jones more, and you might land both if you take that approach. But Fournette, absolutely not. He's not a second rounder to me. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I would I would smash either. Like, if I can get both of those guys round, like, late two, early three. Mm-hmm. Any, any of those three, I, I'm, I'm smashing it. Can you imagine but, if you had Jamar Chase at the top of one, like pick four, let's say, oh, man. and then you take Aaron Jones and two and you get Javante in three? That'd be pretty good. League winner. Yeah. League winning first three rounds yeah. right there. Or if you don't like Aaron Jones, even Tyreek Hill. You know, Tyreek Hill, Javante, yeah. and Jamar, championship. Most definitely. All right, Tyler, well, appreciate I, I appreciate you. Yeah, call in any time, man. I got you in here, so I'll be able to recognize you. Appreciate you. All right, cool. Have a good one. You're live on the Fantasy Football Show. Who am I talking to? Uh, Kenny Boggs from Brooklyn, New York. Kenny, what's up, Kenny? How you doing, Smitty? I'm pretty good. I got the flu. So I'm in a 10-team half PPR league, and Jonathan Taylor happens to be my keeper this year. I have a question for you, Smitty. 
I'm definitely keeping him. I'm on a three wide receiver set with two flex. Do I double down in the second round and get another RB1? Or if Stephon Diggs or Devontae Adams land to me in the second, do I just go heavy wide receiver and hope to get a, a Brees a brace Hall, you know, or someone later on, like an A.J. Dillon? Um, I, I, I take the best player available. I, you probably heard me say that a lot. I mean, you'd have to give me some options to, to, to tell you who I would pick, but I wouldn't take a position. I'd take a player. So I never draft a position. Would, okay. I always draft a player. Um. So give me, so, give me, you know, like give me a, a couple names. Give me like four players, and I'll okay, tell you who so, I go. Okay. So Stephon Diggs, Devontae Adams, and Michael Pittman, or a Nick Chubb, or Javante Williams. Um, Devontae Adams, and this is a one man keeper. This is a one man keeper. Yeah, correct. I mean, Adams, you're gonna take in like round one. You know what I'm saying? So you got to take Devon, Devontae Adams. Not to mention, J- Javante's probably going to fall again. So you got to play the game. As much as I right. love Javante, you've got to play the game. You have to play the ADP game. So Javante's not even a question here because you can't take him. You can't take him. ADP commands that you wait. So Adams is a first rounder. Javante's now top oh, he's of the dropping third. In the second round in my league, for sure. Yeah, so you get you get JT and Adams, and, and then you end up getting a Brees Hall or Javante later. You're in the you're in the money, but yeah, I, I don't you know unless it's like Najee or Eckler, I'm probably going D Adams. Uh, did you say did you say what other running backs were there? Um, AJ Dillon, but that that would be later on. That's yeah. what I'm I'm saying going heavy wide receiver after Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, I, I would I would go Adam Adam because seems, of the extra wide receiver slot. Yeah, unless there's a running back that goes above Adams normally. I mean, Adams is a pretty safe call for you, especially if you're only able to keep one guy. JT's your keeper. You don't need to worry about keeper value with this pick. So I'd go, I'd go Adams. Exactly. And the next, would you take Aaron Jones over Devontae Adams? No, because Aaron where are you drafting Aaron Jones? Okay. Fifteen okay. to eighteen overall, right? Uh, yes. Where are you drafting uh, Devontae Adams? Um, right after the, the the turn in the second round, well, I got the I got the eighth pick with Taylor as my keeper. That's why. Right, I, but I'm I'm saying like in a traditional draft, a redraft league, you're drafting Devonte Adams around like 10, 11, 12, 13 overall. You're drafting Aaron Jones at fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen overall. So, just using that thought process, Adams is a much better pick. Uh, anyway. Adams will be the pick. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, you're getting two. You have two first rounders essentially to start off your draft. JT and Adams, you're, you're looking really good out the gate. And you got the keeper value in JT, right? So you don't need to worry about keeper value with Adams. You can get Brees Hall or Javante in the next round, um, ETN even, or if the right wide receiver falls or a tight end falls or whatever. I'd definitely look at uh, Joseph Burrow later. I, w- I wouldn't go early quarterback, uh, earlier quarterback if you think Burrow could fall because he's a home run in round six or late five. Oh, that's awesome, Smitty. Thank you so much. Yeah, appreciate you, Kenny, from New York. You're the man. Call back anytime, bro. Likewise, brother. Have a good one. Yep. Yes, sir. Russian Collusion sending me a super chat and his team. Here's Let's look at his squad here. Russian Collusion. Thank you for the super chat, buddy. Jalen Hurts, Dak Prescott. 
Can you see that? It's going to be hard to... Jalen Hurts, Dak Prescott, Stafford, Javante, Brees Hall, Walker. Uh, Zach, try again. Sorry. Javante, Brees Hall, Kenny Walker, Daryl Henderson, uh, CeeDee Lamb, Mike Williams, Amon Ross St. Brown, Dallas Goddard. You got Jalen Hurts, Dak Prescott, Stafford as a three. I, I like the two QB rotation, but I wonder... Well, 100, 104 wasn't a bad... Or 111 wasn't a bad pick on Stafford, though. And people are worried about him, so he's falling, right? Uh, I guess I would be curious what you could have done instead of spending pick 82 on Dak or 63 on Jalen if you could have used one of those quarterbacks to grab, you know. I'm sorry, Zach. Try one more time. (laughs) My bad, bro. This is my flu game, okay? I can only get a couple rings, and I got to get it, so... Uh, try again, Zach. I'm sorry. It's a good team, Collusion. I like it. The only thing, again, I would have done, and you can't re- reverse engineer everything, right? Because you didn't know that Stafford was going to fall, and he might not fall every time. But his his tendonitis thing might might drive his value down. So maybe at pick 63 or pick 82, who who could you had at running back or wide receiver? That's the only thing that I can you know critique at all. It's a really good team. Javante, Brees Hall, Kenny Walker. You're live on the Fantasy Football Show. What's up, Zach? Sorry about that. <laughs> all good. Third time's a charm. Yeah. Um, all I wanted to know, all I wanted to know, is if we have two other guys for the Mars Men yet, and if you have any candidates for that position. Yeah, the Mars Men. He's on a shuttle to Mars. Mars Men. Um. Loads dropping and spinning aimlessly in space. You know. This this particular group, this isn't necessarily the the moon men are like the breakouts. This this is like these are the guys that are just like your life's on the line. You need to score points. These guys you send into Mars. I I feel like uh, I feel like Brees Hall is definitely flirting with the breakout and the risky version of this. And now Javante in everybody's eyes is going to be, but Brees Hall is definitely like not proven here, so he doesn't necessarily qualify from that description I just gave you. But I think the other two will. So I think Jamar Chase is a real good candidate to be on this list with Joe Burrow. Um, I think Jamar Chase is just going to explode. And I think him and Burrow are one of the most amazing stacks you could have. They are the, the most amazing stack you could have in fantasy. So let's let's put Jamar on here. Let's just go ahead and do this live. We'll put Jamar on here. I'm not, I don't know that I'm going to add another guy yet. But we're going to add Jamar on here. We're going to put him here. Uh, he's got to go behind Joe Burrow. Let's see here. I don't know if you can see, bro. Yeah, I can see. Oh, I can't even move him. Hold on. <laughs> he's stuck. For right now, he's stuck. There he is. <laughs> I'll uh, <laughs> hold on. Let me see if I can fix this. <laughs> Doing it live. This is my flu game. Leave me alone. <laughs> Uh, here we go. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Hold on. There we go. So Jamar Chase is on his way to the moon. Or Mars. To Mars. Uh, who who would you recommend as the next guy? I'm not saying I'm going to do it, but... Well, yeah, well, I, I didn't realize... I mean, I was, I was thinking, like, either DK or ETN, 
Um, but I feel like they're not solidified enough. Like, I feel like Brees is kind of that line in the sand. Yeah, Brees so is definitely a So I card. personally would put CD there because I love CD yeah. this year. I think he's going to go off, and I think people are undervaluing him. So might, that would be my uh, that would it, be my pick. It might be CD. Um, l- let me let me look at let me take a look at my my rankings real quick, and let me let me just see what pops to mind. Like like he's definitely. I was so I was so big on CD last year. I feel like this is going to be his breakout year. I yeah. felt like it last year, but now I think this is going to be his year. I think it's going to come down to like Swift or CD Lamb. I, I like gonna, it. I like both of them. I'm gonna leave it open for right now, and we're gonna we're gonna marinate on it for a little bit, but. I think uh, I think Jamar needed to be on there. Let's move Jamar over. There we go. That that looks good right there. So these are the, let's re, let's relaunch this and watch it again. Hold on. I give you the four seats taken on the shuttle to Mars 2022. Your Mars men. The moon man. No, that's the moon man. Your Mars He's men. On the shuttle to Mars. Mars men. Hold on. We didn't have him in uni- uniform. Here we go. Boom. He's on a shuttle to Mars. Mars men. So you're thinking CD or Swift. You like Both CD or Swift. dropping I mean, and I like spinning CD. aimlessly in space. Can we get some votes? Yeah, I love both. Can we get some votes in the chat? Who should be on here? Who should be on here? Alan Robinson. I don't know about Mars, bro. Like if we send, send in a rover to the moon, we might be able to put Alan Robinson on there for sure. But I would love to know who you guys like here for this, this number five. Um, Zach is saying CD lamb. I'm saying CD lamb or Swift are very, very likely candidates. Um, Herbert, Herbert, look for the definition of this thing. Herbert almost needs to be flying the shuttle. You know what I mean? Like he, he already was on Mars. He's like circling back to bring everybody with him. So you might see Herbert inside that little window, I think is what I'm going to do. So, so are Herb- these players that you want to own in every draft? Is that yeah. is that like the the goal? I mean, doesn't it feel like it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it kind of does. Like you look at the moon men. It's like, the yeah. moon men dropping low. Yeah, this does He's sound on a shuttle to Mars. This does sound like an adult Mars dating, man. dating site. I think. Uh, <laughs> Loads dropping and spinning aimlessly in space. All right. Well, you got anything else for me, bro? Um, no, that's about it. Thanks, Mitty. All right, Happy to be a part of this Marsman uh, thing yeah. here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, look what you did. If you didn't, if you don't do yep. anything the rest of the day, you accomplish some things. <laughs> well, I hope CD's on there later. Thanks, Mitty. All right, man, appreciate you. All right, guys, I'm, 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 I'm out of here. I'm not feeling well today. I'm sorry if I'm a little short fused too. Brandon Ayuk and Debo. Drew C says, maybe not to Mars, but definitely to the moon. Let's give Brandon Ayuk and Debo both moon shots for sure. I mean, they're going to the moon. They're not They're not on the moon trip, but... To the moon. You know what I'm saying. Okay. Uh, anyway, that does it for today. Appreciate everybody. Subscribe if you're new. Apologize for the low, low energy. Big hands, low energy today. Your boy Smitty's just... You know, I'm doing, I'm doing the flu game. Hopefully tomorrow I'm not worse. Everybody in the household and every one of the family members that has been struck by this flu, this crazy, just, just rampant, violent flu that has taken out every single one of my family members at once. Uh, 
I'm the only one. Sta- I'm like the strongest one of the household and all the households that have it that we're close to. And I feel like uh, I feel like uh, it's gonna get worse before it gets better. But who knows? Maybe your boy Smitty drinks so much of the Mexican cokes that I'm stronger than the average person when it comes to a flu. We'll find out. We'll find out if if that's a, a, a remedy. Um, let me let me kickstart this one more time. Uh, get on over to thefantasyfootballshow.com. Lifetime membership, one-on-one text advice, bold predictions, articles, rankings galore, top 200s, all that stuff. And your boy Smitty will be back. We're live every Monday through Friday, as you can see right here, 7 p.m. Eastern or anytime news breaks. So if news breaks, your boy Smitty goes live. Appreciate you all being here. Uh, Aaron says, call the Denver OC, talk some sense into him. I would if I could, bro. I don't think we have as much to worry about as you think, but but just take advantage of the ADP. That's all I'm going to say. Rather than coming in hot and screaming and yelling about stuff, you know, it is what it is, and I think everyone's going to react to it. So regardless of what I think, we got to take advantage of it, okay? we got to take advantage of it. There's no sense in drafting him any higher than you have to. And uh, thank you, Collusion. I appreciate you. I appreciate your super chats, man. See you all. Later, I don't know that we're doing any mock drafts tonight, though. I'm definitely a little bit too under the weather for that. But I may go live for a Q&A later tonight. Link in the description for all of my stuff, including the Underdog Fantasy stuff. Use promo code SMITTY at Underdog Fantasy. BWK, appreciate you. Kenny, appreciate you. Number one ranked team in the couple league, says Kenny. Uh, SMITTY, can I go to Mars? Zach F. wants to know. Um, only five people go to Mars. Zach, I could maybe sing you to the moon next time, but not to Mars. Take care uh, as well, Fantasy Dog. Appreciate you. Navy. It's Devontae season. We've been waiting for this all season. Now that Melvin Gordon out, we start him without rhyme or reason. Oh. See me running the field for a Bronco victory? You don't even know me because you didn't listen to Smitty.
cuatro, cinco, dame un levante, Williams, levante para el touchdown. Oh, sí. People are getting burrowed left and right, and people are going to remember. Get burrowed.